0: How are you going guys? Welcome to another episode of the Fair Income Podcast. So this week's episode is not in the studio, it's only the intro obviously. And this is because Ahmed and I got the chance to go to Adelaide for a few days and do some podcast recordings. So this week's episode is with Daniel Skelly he's a current Guinness World Record holder for The Longest Plank. He broke down his story in today's episode starting from an unfortunate incident in his childhood that gave him chronic pain that he lives with, which is called CRPS, that so he'll explain more in the episode. This obviously didn't stop him in his fitness journey and going on to achieve this Guinness World Record and also attempting other Guinness World Records which you explain. Very inspirational guy, top guy to hang out with. Honestly, we appreciate him making the time for us. You guys will all enjoy this episode, I guarantee you. All right, Daniel, thank you for coming on. That's appreciate right. it. Thank you for having first me First of all, up. I'd like to uh, thank you for letting us use your workplace. Appreciate it. it, it's pretty rare. I think it could be like the first or second time that we got the opportunity to do it at a different place. So. Well, it's pretty meaning that you guys are down in right? so, yeah, that yeah, we're not here for yeah. long, so it's good so what, we, so what we do we do icebreaker questions just to make the guests feel comfortable in them so it's going to be about fitness and this will kind of see what type of fitness person you are if you could train with anyone in the world right now yeah. a gym session doesn't matter what gym session up to you mm-hmm. who would it be and why
1: for the first one to come to mind I think it's Arnold Schwarzenegger but back okay. in his heyday yeah. I think you know like I've always been into the gym and fitness and all that sort of stuff just yeah. from a young age you know starting off in martial arts and then okay. introducing myself into the actual weight side of it yeah. but uh, you know growing up as a young male going into you know adolescent sort of thing yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's always just been an idol and how he looks his physique and his mentality of you know staying fit being fit yeah. I don't necessarily love his physique is in that sort of size Okay, but just his, just his determination, yeah. you know, his reason behind training. You know, it's amazing that he said he's not self-made. You know, like mm-hmm. all the
0: people that have helped him along the way to get to where he is, or his records that he's got, and all that sort of stuff. I yeah. really relate. I'm surprised you said you didn't like his size because a lot of people actually do like that. and They aspire for that. Well, I mean, that's everyone's entitled to what they like, I suppose, and that's
1: that's what they think. But I think his size is his physique's amazing, mm-hmm. but it's just not something that I want to have. To me, it's just too much. it's it's just too much but then again like if you could have that and my body top is that I'll try to probably go for that. Yeah, right. i just know what my body type is. And for me to have that, it'd be too much.
0: Yeah, 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 I'll be the exact same. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we'll get things kicking off. So let's start with the early years and how fitness even developed and yeah. where did it all start from? Yeah. So I can thank my parents for that.
1: You know, from the age of maybe six, I started off in martial arts yeah. with a local academy down on Grange Road through ICMA. Um, okay. And for martial arts, I went to a little bit of boxing and stick fighting. Um, and that's probably where I started to get my foot in the door in fitness, and you know, in discipline. I've always enjoyed being fit and staying fit, and keeping in mind a uh, healthy mind and body. It wasn't until I suffered a condition in my left arm is where I realised I
0: realised fitness was a real. Bah. real important factor to stay to mentally fit mm. you know so how did this come about so I have to ask yep. exactly what the condition is and how it even came about were you born with it or
1: no so it I, fell off, I fell off a trampoline when I was 12 years old oh, and I yeah. had a severe break on my my forearm so virtually my hand was pushed back to my my elbow and my shoulder. It was just a complete flip back. Um, you know, obviously as you're a teenage, teenager, everyone has broken bones, all that sort of stuff. Went to hospital. They put a couple of pins in my bones to make them strong. Within a couple of months, I still had quite, quite bad pain where I couldn't move my fingers, couldn't move my elbow. My hand was swollen. They thought my muscles were dying my left arm. Mm. So they remitted me back into hospital and that's when they formally diagnosed me with complex regional pain syndrome, which is virtually a nerve, nerve damage in my left arm.
0: And do you remember how that was mentally on you as a 12 year old or was it it's very
1: it's very faint what I do remember but when I was 12 I think I was a little bit more shocked mm. and more like you know, I was in and out of hospital trying to deal with it but it is as I went through my adolescence years because I had i have grown up with this now mm. it was probably harder to really fathom when I was 14 15 16 because I'm more aware of it, I wasn't able to do things at school. I was missing a lot of school, missing a lot of time with family and friends. You know, like I was in a lot of pain. There'll be times I wouldn't be going to school because of just the pain in my arm, and I didn't understand why, and that was really frustrating.
0: Oh wow! You know,
1: so and that's the thing. You hear people, you hear normal people breaking a bone, them just getting a cast, getting signatures on it, and within six weeks they're back out at it playing soccer or footy. Yeah. You know, I had a cast all that sort of stuff, but I still had to always wear a tribute grip. I still had to have my arm in this thing. I couldn't. Stand having my arm in water, it feel like razor yeah. blades scratching it. You know. It was, it was
0: so what about showering and all that?
1: Showering, I still to this day, I stick my body in my shower. Fortunately for me, my door's on my left hand side with a little handle there, okay. and I put my rest my hand on the handle mm-hmm. and I wash around my body.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's that's it's, very interesting. I didn't even know like this certain like um things that happen to people like this? It's,
1: so what it virtually is, is my nerves confused about what pain is. So anything like soft touch, wind movement, it's all normal sensitivity that your, your body knows about. Yeah. But for instance, with my left arm, my brain thinks that wind or water or touch is pain. So it will send a pain signal to that area to say, stop doing what you're doing and then just let it, let it heal. So if I get water on there, it feels like razor blades are literally stretching it yeah. and you scream at me to stop it. You know, even though, even though there's nothing wrong mm. with the water. Okay, so. so is that why you wear the compression band? I wear the compression band to stop it with. So I prefer I prefer my arm being gripped and grabbed and okay. place a soft wing and also a little bit of deterrent for people not to touch it.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. interesting. And this is something you have to train with as well and like do. the oh, whole day, like every it's, day? It's like underwear. You okay. know, yeah, yeah. Just a must. It's maybe. just one of those things where I just, yeah. work, I just wear it.
1: I wear it. And I've, I've been doing that for the last seventeen years. So, yeah. You know, underneath here, my arm is just white and just full of hair because it hasn't seen sunlight for yeah, yeah. seventeen wow. years.
0: Oh my god. So let's 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 picture this. Twelve years old. You've been training. You know, boxing. You said martial arts yeah. and stuff. How did that? Did that flip the switch with anything about fitness? Did you take a break for a year?
1: I would have. Yeah. I would have. From memory, I would have pulled back. Yeah. I would have pulled back on that, not been able to use my arm correctly. I know I had an amazing instructor at ICMA and he was sort of a mentor to me to get me back into at least the fitness side of it. You know, like I was only a few years into martial arts anyway, but you know, just this, to do forms again, being able to move my left arm mm-hmm. within pain, but manage my pain. Mm-hmm. Being able to do push-ups again, being able to do normal activities with my left arm, but admitting or accepting that the pain is there, but just still trying to push through it without having a relapse, I would have to go back in the hospital for it. You yeah. know, so it was almost like my doctors or my physios would tell me the only way to fix this condition, because it was not as common as what it is now, is to reprogram the nerves. You know, yeah. obviously there's medications and nerve yeah. blocks that I have along the way, but I have to reteach my nerves on moving my arm or the wind or water yeah. is all normal things to do. So you have to like teach your nerves that it's like. It's like
0: you're starting again
1: on my left on my left arm. Well,
0: that can on be my, very humbling, yeah. It it was,
1: it was. And I'm fortunate enough where I can move my fingers, my hands. You know, other so. CRPS sufferers, they get it's called the mummy hand, where because they don't utilize the hand or their shoulders or their elbow, it becomes stiff and it becomes like a mummy where the hand or the it stays wow. like that, wow. you know, and I've actually met these people, hmm. you know, I've got it bad, but there's people out there that have got it worse.
0: Yeah, I think once you put things into perspective, you can always find something you can be grateful for. That's exactly right. So that's always the way to go about and keep that, mo- that yeah. shift. Right. So where did the, so you're training obviously fitness getting back into it with yeah. the rehab and yeah. getting back to yeah. square one yeah. where did it come about with like pushing yourself to the next level because i know a lot of people <laughs> they do train but then it's just like you know yeah. just enough for your lifestyle but then you're you, you've taken it to like the next level well, I mean
1: I've always said so growing up with pain always gave me a bit more of a pain threshold okay, okay I've known what I can have and what I can do Yeah. you know when I was in hospital for my relapse because it's on the height on the height of CRPS so the way to explain CRPS and the pain index on legal mm. pain index zero is no pain 50 is the worst pain in the world okay, okay? Yeah. I the childbirth is rated forty out of fifty, so you can see females fearing of childbirth. Yeah. CRPS at its height of of the worst is forty two out of fifty. So when it was at its height, I had to be admitted into hospital because they had to literally sedate me to mm. calm me down because you're just screaming of agonising yeah. pain. So when I did come out of that, eventually through nerve blocks, nerve blocks and treatments. I did have that little bit more of a pain threshold that I could push myself yeah. a little bit further. Yeah. you know, And I would never be training for anything, like obviously any sort of contact sports, I could still do a bit of martial arts, non-contact, mm. a little bit of boxing, bag work or boxing. I wouldn't be able to do any stick fighting um, because of the contact side of it, mm. but I would be able to do the extra round. I would be able yeah. to push myself that little bit more just because of that pain tolerance that I've had. Mm. You know, and that's, I suppose, you know, 16 years later, when well, I did begin to start the plank, I realized that you know planking is painful and it's half and all the rest of it on your mind and the body but i've been in a worse case with crps mm. yeah
0: so once you start to realize like certain situations you've been in it's like once you get to the, back to the training it's like it's actually not that it's hard it's not that bad i can't push through it
1: and, yeah. and it also reminds me where you're not going to die you know you're not gonna it's yeah. not no matter how hard you train or how hard you can push yourself to vomit you're still not going to die. Mm. You know, you can still go that little bit further. End of the day, that session, which is an hour or an hour and a half, some people might train for two hours. After that, you're still going to go home, you're going to eat, you're going to go to bed, mm. and the new day going to start tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's just having that mindset to say that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because a lot of people, like when they do go to the gym, I'm even have fault for sometimes where it's like, you think you're going to pull an injury because of how hard you're pushing, but it's just you've never actually taken your mind to that. And exactly,
1: body to that. exactly. Right. exactly. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong with this, sometimes you might – do something incorrectly you might sprain yourself mm. you have to take it easy but you know by going for that run i'm thinking of like an endurance thing yeah. where you feel like you can't go no more and you're breathing you're puffing and all the rest of it i can guarantee if you pick a spot and the road like that tree mm. you'll get there yeah you know what i mean like you will get there even though you're that buggered and you, you can't feel like you can't yeah, go anymore i've
0: done that before yeah. so in terms of like pushing yourself was this all like um you know, self-testing or did you have like a PT?
1: No, it's all all done through myself. I was fortunate enough to have my instructor um, through ICMA, but it got to a point where when I did sort of uh, finish off the martial arts side of it and go more into the gym side of it, Mm. I knew I had only a certain time limit because I'll train during my lunch hours. Um, So I'd work, have a quick bite to eat and go and train for half an hour to 45 minutes. Mm. And in that half an hour to 45 minutes, I'll do a full session and I'll be pouring a sweat and I'll go back to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, I knew what I had to do in that time zone. Make sure I got it yeah. done, and then go back.
0: So you highly, re- you highly recommend the thirty-minute, forty-five. minute yeah, No, session. no more than that. That's perfect. Because a lot of people, they, you're wasting your time. Like we think that we think they're wasting our time. We're not going to get everything done. You, you, you might as well not do it if it's not now. No, no, So you nah. think you can fit everything in? If
1: like? you can, if you can train for half an hour, you've done your session. Yeah. You know, but you have got to realize that half an hour is going to be. Double the intensity yeah. of what it's meant to be you know so if you want to do an hour session in half an hour there's no reason why you can't mm. you know you not might not be able to go as heavy yeah. but then you can just don't go heavy yeah. you know what i mean like just That's instead true. of lifting yeah. 90 kilos lift 85 or something yeah. like that
0: i think we get so stuck in our ways with certain ways of working out where it's like this is the only way i'm going to do it if i yeah. can't do it there's yeah. no session
1: yeah. I, value, I value time yeah. you know when you when you value your time you realize you can do things a lot faster than what would, would happen otherwise yeah
0: okay so now we're at the stage where you start to consider the Guinness World Record yeah. of Longest Plank yeah. I don't even know where this idea could ever <laughs> come about, where you can actually believe in yourself to actually yeah. consider it or even attempt it where did this come about the idea I was going to in the height of COVID, okay, okay. Adelaide,
1: or I suppose Australia, were really shut down in the sense of gyms and all the rest of it. So I was fortunate enough to have a small home gym at home. Okay. You know, so myself and a couple of other friends would come to my house after work or maybe before work or at a set on a weekend and do a small circuit. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the circuit, would say, let's do a two minute plank. And I remember being at the front of my parents' house after the 45 minute circuit, we're gonna do a two minute plank. And I remember shaking like a, you know, you just violently shaking sort of thing, counting down for the last 10 seconds, and 10 seconds you drop, and those with two minutes. And then it started again the next session, instead of doing two minutes, we jumped it up to five minutes. Yeah. And eventually it sort of built up enough, I think what I hit maybe 15 or 20 minutes, hmm. it just sort of hit me, saying, oh, let's just go for the world record. Let's find out what the so record I 15 is.
0: 15 minutes for eight hours. Literally. Okay, did Literally. you know anyone, or did you do you meet anyone that no. at least attempted or have an idea of no. training? No. No. So how did you prepare for it in terms? I knew,
1: of I knew changed. that I knew that obviously my training I knew was intense enough. Where I think I would have thought that the intensity of my training was enough. But, you know, doing in, going to the gym, doing a lot of cardio, doing a lot of sprints, so I knew I was sort of fit in that sort of yeah. sense. But I had no idea what other muscles would fail when I do a plank. Yeah. You know, because obviously a five minute plank is totally different to a twenty minute plank, and a twenty minute plank is different to an hour of plank. Yeah. You know, because it's like your, your muscles burn out. Yeah. I did reach out to people, as in like um. Endurance coaches to say, "Hey, can you help me out?" And every single one of them said, "A, you're crazy, or B, we're, no not, we're not used, we're not used to training plates. You know, like oh, we know if you want to do swimming, we can help you. If you want to do running, yeah. we can help you. If you want to do bike riding, we can help you." But with place, we don't know what you, what you need. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You quite, know,
1: and it's it's sort of, I was sort of grateful for that because I didn't waste my money in like coming, true, trying true. to take me for a swell. And yes. um, I did know that I did need a mind coach, okay? A mind coach, so I reached out, so fortunate enough to have someone local, Michael Sorgiavani, from Living Your Power Now. Um, and not for anything, but to keep me accountable. Yes, yes. Keep me accountable, is. accountability. Yeah. You know, like to give me little tools, little tricks, help me meditate. But it's just accountability to say, I've got someone to own up to. Did yeah. you do your hour plank today?
0: Yeah, and we don't, I think we undervalue how important that is.
1: People, we're lazy. Yeah, you know, go. humans are lazy. You want to take the easy way out. I, I'm a, I mean, we've all been there where if you miss a gym session, I can guarantee you'll you just say you make it up tomorrow. Mm. You're not going to do two gym sessions in a day. You're not going to go in the morning to make up the one yesterday and then go again in the afternoon, to, mm. in the noon, to make up the one today. Yeah,
0: you know, you're just, just going to miss done.
1: it. It's, yeah. You're just going to miss it. You know, our minds going to take the easy way out. Mm. So if you have someone that's on your back and making you accountable, I can guarantee if it's nine o'clock at night, you've still got another three hours, mm. you know, till the end of the night, you're going to get that session down.
0: 100%. I think that's also in other aspects, not just fitness. Yeah, everything. I think business, studying as well. Like, we don't realize how important it is even to just speak to someone and get them to at least keep you on track. Yes, yes,
1: yes. And you'd be so surprised of how many people want to help you know, when, they, when, you, when they're when when they willing to help, you know what I mean? You might have some people that just don't want to or don't know how to and you're fortunate enough for them to tell you up front. Mm-hmm. But when you find someone, you connect with them, yeah. Mate, you can do wonders. So
0: let's get this straight. Did anyone believe in you when you said you were going to do the bank?
1: <laughs> I, t- I kept a lot of it to myself. Okay. I kept a lot of it to myself because I didn't want negativity doubts and negative mm-hmm. doubts come to me. Yeah. You know, because obviously I know, if I told someone I'm going to go for a nine-hour plank, i never actually told them my goal. So my goal was always nine hours. Okay. I'd always said to them, I'm going to go and try and attempt to break the plank, which was eight hours and 15. Yeah. I told my close family and my inner circle friends sort of thing. And it wasn't until maybe three months in where I posted on my socials to say, hey, join me on my mm, attempt journey, to break the world, yeah. yeah, my journey. Um, I had a lot of well wishes, but I also know I had a lot of people say So you are really, right. Yeah. 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 But... I never listened to them. I never let yeah, them let good. their opinion come for me.
0: And I like how you you kind of waited for that moment to tell the world, yeah. or the public eye, and just yeah. because you wanted to build that self belief and that's also exactly the training. Right. The exactly endurance. right.
1: Exactly right. Doubt's like cancer. As soon as you get that doubt in you, yeah, especially as you're climbing that ladder, it is, ladder yeah. it's going to just attack you. Yeah. So I want to be confident. Okay, I can confidently do an hour plank. Hmm. I know the average plank is two and a half to five minutes, so I'm confident that I can do an hour at least. Hmm. Let's good. go. Let's go for the hour and a half. No, let's go for that two hours
0: yeah I still can't fathom how you're saying one hour one hour it doesn't make sense to me I need to attempt this after today's podcast
1: we can do a little plank after
0: (laughs) yeah I'm gonna get embarrassed (laughs) but so how how did it work out with the recovery
1: because
0: let's start with sorry how many sessions you're doing because I'm assuming you, you might have to do it more than one day, would you say? or
1: the- So it was intense in the sense of I knew I had to build up every single week. Okay, because I wanted to do this. So my first objective was to, I announced sort of, I, I so I started planking on January 28th. Okay, okay? And on last 2020, yeah. 2021, 2021. I wanted to have the plank done by December 20th. Okay. So I don't know why, but I wanted to give myself about 12 months yeah. to try and explore and build myself up. And it wasn't until a friend of mine came up and said, Daniel, you're going to get over it, you're going to get bored. Probably, you, know, like, you can probably get this done in six months. And I brought it, I brought it up to June 16th. Okay. You know, So I brought it back to June 16th. Yeah. And I knew I had to really lift my training up. So I started off doing half an hour planks a night. And then the next week it went to 45 minute planks a night. Mm-hmm. Eventually I was doing five hours planks a night. You know, from Monday to Friday, no, sorry, Monday yeah. to Thursday, Friday rest, and then Saturday and Sunday would be like a six and a half, seven hour
0: plank. Okay, and you know, how did it work in terms of recovery? Because I'm thinking yeah. half an hour plank the next day, your body must be gone. You're buggered, but your body adapts a Okay.
1: You know, when your mind and body become one, it's like your body knows what to do because your mind's convinced about how to work, and then your body, or your mind's convinced your body of how to work, like, they just sort of come together. Yeah. You know, I was that focused and determined to get this done, where I wouldn't let my body fatigue. Okay. You know, it wanted, It was tired, yeah. but after a five-hour plank at night, I'd finish at ten o'clock at night. I know I still had hundred push-ups to do, hundred sit-ups, and six hundred arm kills. This is part of this my routine. Uh, routine for the plank, or yeah. just general? No, nah, for the plank. Okay, for the plank. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what was enough and what wasn't enough
0: because yeah, I just had just no, no one. Told, no
1: one. It's not like it's like I can copy someone that they have done this here to say, okay, well, this worked for them, this, this, is, what, this is a blueprint on how to do it. Yeah. I just needed to do what I thought was enough, yeah. you know, and then get up again at 4.30 the next morning to do it all again. You know, that was probably the hardest part to, to grasp is after a full day of training yeah. in the morning, yeah. going to work, training at lunch, working again till 5 o'clock, planking for five hours, and then doing another 10, 20-minute session of push-ups and sit-ups,
0: yeah.
1: and then getting up at 4.30 again the next morning to do it again. That was hard to.
0: Were you getting proper sleep and all like about five, well. five
1: or six hours of sleep? I saw a couple of dietitians to teach me okay. what to eat. Yeah, but you know, if it wasn't broken, don't fix it. You know, I still had yeah, good exactly. energy levels. I still was sort of. I was just focused. Yeah. I just knew what I wanted to get done and I knew I had a timeline to do it in. Yeah, I think it wasn't going to last forever. I wasn't going to die.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you need to keep it simple. It's like you can survive. You can yeah, at least attempt this. You can do. It. You yeah. can actually move forward. Yeah. And I think we don't understand how limited our thoughts really are. You, you
1: don't. You don't. Yeah. You know, I gave myself, remember this, so I started on January 28th hmm. and I gave myself to December 20th to do it. I ended up hitting the record in my training with Michael there on May 15th. I hit eight hours and 17 minutes.
0: Half the time. In, like, in, yeah, literally, yeah. literally,
1: like, February, very much April, May, yeah. in four months. That's it. That's you know, crazy. and then the yeah. other two months, not even the other month, was just refining it, making sure my form was good, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But if I gave myself that 12 months, then I would have probably hit that in September,
0: hmm. you know, yeah. October or whatever. Yeah, that's fascinating. So let's take it to the day of the event. Yeah because obviously all the training comes, you, you, you've done everything, you've ticked it all off, it's like, yeah, I'm ready for the day. But then now you know it's a mental battle,
1: yeah. where it's yeah. like
0: you actually have to accomplish it. Yeah. You're gonna be pushing yourself in the moment, you have to be yeah. present the whole time, no matter what. Correct. Because literally once your knees touch your ground, it's, you it's finished, it's that simple. So,
1: so. On the Wednesday, so I did the plank on the Friday. I always plan to do a plank on a Friday. Okay, Okay, on June 16th on the Friday. The Wednesday came and my stomach started to feel a little bit weird. I felt off. I didn't know what was happening. I thought maybe just a bit of nerves coming up. I remember going to Rebel Sport, buying a top because I needed a top for the day, for that Friday. Something wasn't wrong. I was starting to sweat a little bit. Okay, so I went home. That was going to be my last plank. Yeah, you know, just do a couple of hour playing yeah. and then Thursday nothing and Friday's game day. I ended up going to bed about five o'clock that night mm. and woke up in the morning with cold shivers. And I think, oh no, Sunday, I've caught something. I didn't know what it was. I knew it wasn't the virus because we didn't have the virus in Adelaide at that time, thankfully, yeah. so I've caught a bug. And I was to and fro in the toilet every half an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the Thursday came and I woke up still shivering, didn't know what was happening, my body was like all sick, hmm. all sick, I couldn't get out of bed. I ended up getting getting into a doctor and he goes, then you're dehydrated, my lips are blue, dehydrated, couldn't put nothing in my body. Yeah. You know, I picked up a bug, whether it was a gastro bug or whatever it was, and he goes, You can't do the plank. Tomorrow is out of the question. Don't even go there. Because every half an hour, I was going to the bathroom. It was like clockwork. Mm. I said, but I have to. Like, you know, I've got videographers coming. My trainers are coming. A gyms opened up their space for me, moved classes for me. Like, it was a full event. and a week planning, months of planning for this day. Yeah, it's gonna I can't postpone it. Because exactly. well, if you do postpone it, you're going to shit yourself you know like it was that bad I said no nah. so the day of the plank came uh, he gave me some medication to take to see if he can slow it down may have helped but it was, still, it was still going quite frequently the day of the plank came I went to the toilet five times in the morning so I started planking at 7.30 on the dot Yeah. I went to the toilet five times prior and when I got to the gym my coach came to me Michael and he goes you know, like you got two, I was in the toilet. Mm. He comes into the bathroom with the door closed. Because then you've got two options. We can postpone it or you go for it. So we just go for it. Mm. So I walked back outside, didn't turn no on what was happening. And I was playing for like nine hours and 15 minutes. So, but it was like anything, your body just switches off. I, didn't have, um, I, I, I did not have any issue or any urges to go to the toilet.
0: So, you didn't eat anything prior, I assume, because I you couldn't to toilet this often. I
1: couldn't, yeah. but anything I put in my body would come straight out. Yeah. And this was like, now, because of that, I couldn't put a lot of pressure on my core. Okay? So, whether it was bad training in the sense of, my lower body was a little bit higher up, mm. or I did that to sort of protect my core. Yeah. I got nine hours and fifteen minutes, or eleven minutes. Yeah. You know, people cheering, I made it. I can't believe this has happened, especially the last two days I've had for so the Guinness World Record to come back to me and tell me that I failed.
0: Yeah, my God, <laughs> that, was so, that was tough. Yeah. So that was shit. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I want to know also like in the moment of doing the plank, yeah. I think I've seen you mention some techniques, mental yeah. techniques, yeah. about color change. Yeah.
1: So, so we'd, can you explain that? So put aside the stomach. I was going through pain. Okay. Obviously yeah. my left arm felt like it was on fire, um, but my shoulders are burning. Yeah. Your knees start to burn because they're all locked up. Not just core. Yeah. Everything. You know, your core is burning. Your feet are burning as well. Now you got to remember they're that technique, Cool, like you were saying before, as soon as you lift, in their rules, if you have any air from your wrist to your elbow, you're disqualified. If your foot comes off the floor, you're disqualified. If your hips are placed up, you're disqualified, like I was, that's how I got disqualified, because my yeah. hips were in the right position. Um, I needed to take myself away from the pain. So I've worked out techniques through Michael where I'll see my, I'll visualize my body, see my body, and I'll see all the pain in the color red. Okay, and everywhere I see the red, I'll go three, two, one, and that red will quickly change to a yellow. And that yellow is my relief. So all the pain will go away. Yeah, and
0: that, that was actually like efficient, it actually worked.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Wow. You know, like that—that colour change of me visualising that pain disintegrating to a yellow colour, which is a nice cooling sun effect, because I love the sun, I love summer. Mm. It took me away. It was amazing yeah. what my mind did to my body mm. to take that pain away. Yeah. Not to mention, the pain will come back. Of course, I just do it again.
0: Okay. So they just recurring. I just recurring. You know, I'd
1: visualise myself as turning into an animal. You know, so I'd be going through the jungle as an animal, I'll see my paws walking through, mm. and that all that would do is take away time. Yeah, because that would, be, that would be another half an hour long. Mm. So I'll be planking my position in pain, but I'll be going through a jungle, walking up mountains, mm. looking at things, or feeling things underneath my paws, even though it's still plaguing. Hmm.
0: I think we don't, some people don't realize like the importance of like distracting yourself in it's terms huge. of like when you are going through that mental battle. Because we know even as Muslims, like in Ramadan we're fasting. Yes. We're not drinking or eating all day. And most of the time, when you the fast is like a lot easier yeah. when you're busy. You're, not when you're doing it all day. Exactly. It's, like, it's exactly. fascinating how the mind works.
1: And I take my hat off to you, gentlemen, for getting through that because yeah. it's, it's, it's it's sacrifice. You're sacrificing. It it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing, and it's amazing when you want to do something. How your body and your mind come together, and saying, yeah. "This is why I'm doing it," because you've got a purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a strong believer now of having a purpose. You know, I like to think my purpose is to help other people dealing with pain and getting through that personal battle, whether it be pain, anything really. If you want to achieve it and you think you can do it, well then you can do it. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, and on that, so raising awareness. I know you're a bit a big advocate on raising yeah. awareness for your yeah, condition yeah, so as yeah, well, definitely. And for like you know showing other people that you can do it. Yeah. Was this part of the reason why you wanted to do
1: the that? That was the main reason. Okay. That was the That's main reason. Now. Beautiful. You know, like I've always gone through life being of what I can and can't do. Don't do this here because of your arm. Don't do this because of your arm. got to a point now where I'm not going to let my arm tell me what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to prove to people that not only could I plank for nine and a half hours, but I could plank for nine and a half hours with the dada arm. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you can, if you want to do it and believe you can do it, then you can do it. Yeah, don't let pain be the reason why you can't do things. Let, let it be fuel to the reason why you can do things.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's why people need to like try things themselves, like test test things out, test the boundaries, whether it's fitness or not. Just testing, the boundaries. boundaries. People have their own opinions, yeah, but then their opinions can be on the, on the back of fear or like other, but, but, or
1: other know, things. If, if people have their own opinions on you, for instance, then it's none of your it's, it's none of your business anyway. You, you know what I mean? Like if someone's got an opinion on something about themselves, that's their business. But if they've got an opinion on you, you then it's not like your business mm. you,
0: you know what i mean you yeah. just do what you want to do and be you yeah it's so simple though we get sucked in as humans because we like we value that person in general but then fun. it's like their opinion is irrelevant it's to-
1: totally if irrelevant yeah and if it, it's totally irrelevant mm. you know look at it and if they're talking about you well then they yeah. see you as superior to them
0: you know? yeah, that's true
1: yeah so that's he's, interesting he's, 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 uh, you know everyone's may have always something to say and people stop themselves from worrying what other person's going to say next time but what's their opinion on you got to do with you, you know, don't stop being nosy
0: yeah 100% and it shows like people sometimes don't have much going on in their life so then they just want to start intervening yours or that's other correct. people's that's yeah. correct so you've ticked this off the plank and and th- congrats on that by the way. Thank you. So then now you've got the world's longest plank and then you move over to attempting Push-ups as many push-ups push in up. one hour? Is so it? the
1: current record sits at 3,054 in I, an hour. I can't I can't imagine <laughs> that. That's
0: just ridiculous, yeah. yeah. Now
1: this is once again pushing myself, but further my beliefs further than my thoughts. Yeah. This is totally different for my left arm now. You yeah, know, because yeah. with a plank you can get in that position, you go through that burning situation and you can, vis- you can take yourself away but you're still there. With push-ups, you have to be there each and every push. You know, you gotta feel that burn, you gotta feel that fatigue, you gotta feel everything. This has been a little bit more challenging. Now, I've gone for it twice and I've come short twice. You know, and I promise you I won't stop till I get it. You know, so it's yeah. like you keep on on, on what I, I know what I can get, I know what I can achieve to get. Yeah, but it's just a matter of proving it that you can get it.
0: Okay, and how has the training changed or shifted?
1: Yeah, and this it has, it has. So I feel like because my training has been uh, intense in the sense of like you know, I'm pushing myself to my limit every single session, i will pull back on that a little bit now, yeah, just to sure. give myself a little bit more of a breather because it's not working as what it did with the plank. Because when you're planking, you're stationary, you're not moving. Yeah. When you push-ups, you're constantly contracting your muscles, contracting, letting go, contracting. So your muscles need time to rest. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I've learned
0: the hard way. Okay, this is great. So then, yeah. is this, now you still have your mind to, Your mind- <sighs> My mind set, definitely. He's been through the whole way. Okay, and you, there's also another technique yep. I wanted to go over, tornado technique. Do you use yes. this? All the time, okay. all the time. All these techniques are a form of meditation. If you can control your mind
1: and your thoughts and take yourself away and visualize nothing but a black space, that's meditating. So when you're in that black space, to work with it. You know, I can sort of close my eyes and visualize a tornado happening inside my head and overtaking my body. Okay. Yeah, and that can consume my body. But what I want to do, what I really concentrate on is my left arm. So as I sit here now, if my left arm's aching, which it is, and if it's getting worse and worse, I visualize a tornado, a yellow tornado, yeah. forming in, the, in the, the side of my hand. And as that's forming, I start to feel tingles go through my hand and that tornado getting bigger and bigger. So it's almost like it's swallowing in my hand. Mm. And as it's swallowing, my hand goes up to my forehead Arm um, up to my elbow, up to my shoulder, that's now gone away. Yeah. You know, that tornado's overtaken me. But you can do that anyway. Yeah. You know, if you feel you're stressed, you feel like you're feeling overwhelmed, take yourself to a quiet place, close your eyes, visualize a tornado forming in the center, in the center of your brain, and that day, pick a color. My color is yellow. You can pick a color blue, red, pink, black, whatever you want. Pick, picture that tornado getting bigger and bigger, and it's just slowly consuming your brain. Then it's consuming your eyes through your nose, through your mouth and it's just getting bigger and it's gone through your shoulders. So right now, from here to your shoulders, there's nothing. Yeah. It's consumed from that tornado. Wow. And by doing that, you're taking yourself away from the stress. Yeah, essentially just distracting your you're mind. You're distracting the mind. From what it like, you're
0: distracting, from that discomfort.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. So it may not be pain, it may be mental strain, it may be stress, it may be uh, you had an argument you know like you just you just need that five minutes to take yourself away yeah. and I can promise you and guarantee you will feel better after yeah.
0: it is vital it is developing in the modern world and yeah. that people are starting to recognise the importance of it and yeah. their life yeah. I want to know can you implement these techniques in a, just a regular gym session as well because I'm trying to like yeah. play for myself and yeah. the circles I'm with yeah. can you implement these techniques or similar ones in a normal session
1: with the tornado I'll probably implement more so when you're in pain and all the rest of it you know I wouldn't give you Mess, it wouldn't necessarily give you the strength that you're looking and yeah. um, I'll probably implement a lot more of a breathing technique or visualization technique. So, when I want to go, for instance, if I'm going to go plank for an hour, I'll visualize a number. Yeah. Okay, so visualization, I'll see an hour in front of me, but I wouldn't just see a one hour written down. i would visualize a clock, you know, the same clock I use on my phone. I'll see the, count, the counters, the little timer. I'll see that as clear as daylight. So now I've already input that picture in my mind. So when I go and do it, I've already achieved it. You know, so if you're a bench presser, you're doing something at the gym and you're gonna go for a PB, visualize yourself as already achieving that PB. Mm. So that PB is already achieved in your mind. So all you're doing now is reenacting what you've already done. Yeah, making it normal. Making it normal. So I've done this before. Yeah. You've crossed the road a thousand times over where you don't have to properly look. You just look to the right, look to the left and you cross because you've done it a thousand times over. Yeah. So there's no difference of actually committing your mo- you might doesn't know any different yeah. there's no difference of convincing your mind that you've already done that pb once or twice before and you're just doing it the third time over now
0: hmm. and the more you normalize it, it's just there's is, is there, no pressure
1: ask believe receive it's the, you know you just got to do it as you've done it before hmm. even though you haven't done it but your yeah. mind doesn't know you haven't done
0: it yeah that's fascinating like I can't believe how limited we can we can think you govern you're governed really by your mind. you yeah.
1: govern you govern by yourself exactly yeah you know, like David Goggins says, your mind's got a governor in there. You know, it's like a governor you put on your motorbike sort of thing not to go 80K as opposed to 60. But if you take that governor off, you won't believe how far you can go.
0: Hmm. What's your thoughts on David Goggins? Do you think you could do how Week? I've
1: read a lot about him and heard a lot about him. One thing I've learned about David Goggins yeah. is never, is never, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like no matter what people say or no matter what your body or yourself say, you know, if you want to do it and you can think you can do it yeah. you will find every way possible to get it done you know he was a time where his knees and legs were going to fail and break down he had to break into his um, superior's office to get pain medication mm-hmm. he found a way to get it done yeah. you know what I mean like you, your body and your mind and your self-conscious mind will find a way to just get it done before you fail if you want to do it you know like, could I survive the whole week
0: until I do I don't know, you know? yeah yeah it's, it's hard to tell once you rock up and exactly. so I I want to know, hopefully, actually, first of all, I hope to see you complete the push-up challenge. Thank you too. so much. Thank you. you. We'll be we'll be keeping in touch and seeing how you're going with that. I Thank want to know, like, just in general, holistic view. Why do you do this? Why do you want to, you know, do the world plank? Why do you want to do a push-up? And I'm assuming once you do do it, because yeah. you will, I know you will. Thank you. You will move on to the next thing yeah. and the next thing and the next thing. Push
1: my thoughts further than my beliefs Push your thoughts more than yeah, you know, than my beliefs. Yeah, further than I believe. If you. You know, I just want to know, I want to see how far I can go. I want to see, not how far I can go, but see, you know, if I want to achieve something yeah. and I believe I can do it well then do it you know if I, can, if I can do it then you can do it mm. Then that person that wasn't able to or thought they couldn't do something might give them the motivation to get up and actually get it done as well mm. you know
0: yeah I love to see this because a lot of us can even see if, like this most simple excuse we can say oh my family genetics I can't do that That's yeah. I can't do this sport exactly. it's like you're exactly. just limiting yourself from just your as simple as your thoughts yeah. whereas you just don't know what's on the other side
1: like everyone always says all these superstars hard work always beats talent mm. you yeah, yeah. know in the work. And you get the result. Put in the work, you get the result. Yeah. If you don't put that work in, you're not going to get the result. And that doesn't mean getting up at seven o'clock and you know. Then got it. No, you get up at four thirty. You know, you get up earlier before everyone else. You do the extra session.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so then when everyone's having breakfast, you've already trained for an hour. So now you're going to go and have your breakfast. Yeah, you're
0: you're you them as well.
1: You're literally doing the extra one percent or two percent yeah. instead of pushing, doing ten push-ups, you're doing eleven. But telling your mind you only done ten. Yeah. You know, like. That's the difference,
0: Mm. okay. So, we're gonna finish it off with some quick fire questions, okay. Hopefully, it's a quick answer. If not, I'd like to hear your opinion either way. So, CrossFit training in general, Mm -hmm. would you say yes or no? Would you recommend it? I like HIIT training, high intensity, sort of off on, sort of
1: 45 seconds on, 15 seconds off. Yeah, I think that benefits. Well, I mean, everybody, different type, but for me, I find that hard pace 45 minute session off and on works best for me you know but everyone's different people might like a little bit of a slower pace I think CrossFit
0: is more slow and heavy lifting is that correct it's more it's similar to yours though Yeah, where it's like it's interval training and then there's always like lifting but then there's also
1: aerobics yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean like I said for me like a HIIT training you know I go to a a place called JC Fit it's just cardio core and they've got weights as well but the cardio core sessions for me get me, you know because you're in there you've got 45 minutes to go as hard as you can on for 45 seconds off for 15 seconds you know and you've got about 20 different exercises and you're it after you know there's no reason why you can't go there burn 700 calories yeah pour out two yeah. kilos i swear yeah
0: okay so <laughs> the, everyone's different uh, once of again course, yeah. Of course, yeah i guess you gotta try it and let's see it. from there okay so pts personal, personal trainers would you say underrated or overrated
1: the good ones are good yeah, so the good you... ones are good I think I think they're probably underrated you know yeah. if you find a good personal trainer that's um, ah, what do you call it passionate about helping you and getting your goal mm. then you you're you, you set for success
0: yeah it's, it's a mixed opinion these days especially because there's a lot of people starting their own YouTube channels yeah. of fitness yeah. and then they're giving their opinion of oh PTs just want your money and then to,
1: to it's, like a, it's like anything you know you you just got to, feel, you got to filter through the shit yeah. you got to filter through the good and filter through the bad you might get unfortunate and get a shit one but you, you quickly learn if, within a few sessions if you're not feeling it mm-hmm. you know you can't really say the minority ruin it for the majority because I do think a lot of people out there do want or want good for people
0: yeah you know
1: that's true yeah okay so, so it's like if you're a family member the PT you wouldn't I wouldn't like it if someone PT is shit because I know my brother he's a PT mm-hmm. Would want to help people get good.
0: Of course, because you know know his his intentions behind his work as well. Exactly. Exactly. So, what would you consider the most important? aspects for recovery? Yes. <laughs> but like, like specifically would you yeah. like sleep, nutrition. I think ice baths are good. Okay. You jump in an ice bath, put it, you know, start with the ice bath and then how to breathe properly
1: as well. Yeah. And then obviously sleep and recovery is good. Nutrition is something where I think it's underrated in the sense of people don't do it right. Yeah. You know, because they just may not know and I'm, I'm guilty for that. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of suck my way if it's not broken, don't fix it. But I also don't know how to, more, how much more potential I've got because yeah, I haven't the, really started it properly.
0: Yeah, you know? that's more of a journey where you just got to sometimes do your own research. It's, it's literally trial There's never. all these different opinions of what diet suits, well, yeah. you know, depending on no. your training, there's yeah. a lot of variables. And
1: what works for you may not work for me. Yeah. And, you know, and it's vice versa. Mm. So it's like, you know, you hear people swear black and blue with these fad shakes things. <laughs> yeah. you know, but it's like you've also heard of other people saying they're bullshit as well. So, yeah. you
0: know? it's, all, it's all trial and error, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so the last one, I think you did answer it before, but then we can probably clarify it. If you could choose one quote to put on a billboard, what would it be? Uh, there's, I've said a couple. I've said yeah. a couple. Um,
1: don't let pain determine the person you are. Let it be fueled to the person that you know you can be. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah,
0: I'm going to frame that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. All right, I appreciate you coming on and you're a gentleman. Thank you honestly, so much. We had a really appreciate really, it. We really appreciate it. We've only been here for a few days in Adelaide. Yeah. Reached out to you and you thankfully let us use the work. No, place. I can't thank you guys enough for coming out and reaching out to me. I'm forever grateful.
1: And like you know, without you guys and letting me share my story, yeah, it would be unheard. So I appreciate it. You That's guys have done a great job. All. No Keep up doing it.
0: Thank you guys. Until next time, we'll see you guys later.